I'm Rod Alesco, and this is Folk Music Notebook, and now another chapter in Folk on the Water. Uh, Captain Dave Rowe, who is traveling the Great Loop on board the Stink Pot with First Mate Stacy. Uh, when we last left him, he's in Canada, and I understand he's going to be in Canada for a while. And through the internet, we happen to have Dave with us. How are you doing today, Dave? Doing great, Ron. How are you? I'm doing okay. So where, where exactly are you in Canada at this point? Campbell's Fort, Ontario. Campbell's Ford. Now, is that on a great lake or just on a river or? Uh, well, it, it's on a river. Uh, I'm trying to remember this. This is the Trent River, I guess, we're beside sure. right now or uh-huh. on. Uh, and it, it just runs through the big, the middle of this very cute little town with an active main street, uh, a nice little park. There was a, a concert here. Uh, and I would say that most everybody that lives in this town came to that concert in the park. Was, oh. I mean, it's just the, the idyllic little small town uh, that everybody wishes they were a part of. It's Mayberry. Yeah. And <laughs> towns that sound like they're disappearing here in the U S but it sounds like it's still alive and well, and at least in the part of Canada that you're at right now. Um, how, how far are you from any major cities in Canada at this point? Uh, well, we, uh, when we crossed Lake Ontario, we crossed, virtually to Kingston. Uh, and I'm not sure how major of a city that is, but it's, it's, I mean, it's one, at least I knew the name of, mm-hmm. um, we are, Oh, a few hundred miles probably from, uh, sure. Dave, your brain can work. Uh, <laughs> Toronto. Okay. Uh, and Ottawa's in the other direction and that's probably a good 150 miles away. Wow. Okay. So you're really so in, in the heart of the land, I guess, of, of Canada at this point, along the river. And it's just beautiful scenery I think I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Now, I guess it's sort of a culture shock. I mean, you're going from, you started in, in Maryland, you hit New York City, you're now in this part of Canada. It's got to be different every time you stop. I mean, you don't really know what to expect. And now here you're seeing this sort of, it sounds like an idyllic little community there, a lot different from what we're seeing. Yeah, it's. I mean, it sort of the. Uh, uh, if, if anyone's missing the American dream, it's in Canada. It, it's <laughs> it's really bizarre because uh, you know most of the businesses on on these streets here uh, are locally owned. Um, I've been noticing what would be chains in the U.S. are all franchised here, mm-hmm. uh, if you can find one. Uh, I have not seen. Uh, a subway or a McDonald's in this town. So that that's a little bit beside the point, but uh, it's just the cutest place. I think I've seen a long time. People go up early. (laughs) It's it's strange. There's no trash in the street. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm I'm getting ready to pack my bags. I'm telling you, (laughs) it sounds great. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, you know, Dave, as, as you're doing this trip, I mean, you're on board a boat for a full year and now you're visiting all these communities. But, you know, for those of us who have a brick and mortar home and we're kind of staying in one spot, you know, I, I, I'm trying to imagine, like, how do, how do you do things like mail, getting your deliveries and such like that? It's a whole different world now, isn't it? It is. Uh, and it isn't. I mean, we had all of our mail forwarded to uh, a mail service. Uh, and basically when we get mail, we get an email, uh, open the email and it shows us a picture of the envelope. 
<laughs> so we can look at the envelope and say, no, nah, I don't want to open that. Just shred it and shredding it's free. Uh, or I can say, yeah, I need to know what's in that one. Scan it. And they'll charge us a little money to scan it and email us a, a picture of it. Um, we, so we can scan it. We can scan and shred. Uh, or we can say, hang on to it. And when I have an address, like a Marino or a friend that I'm going to be meeting down the line, I can have it, you know, a, a box of mail basically shipped to that address. And wow. then I'll get my mail. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow, that's a, okay. So it's a whole different way of living now. You think of in the old days of traveling, how, how difficult it had to be. Now you've got some of these conveniences. Uh, can you get like Amazon delivered to you? Or <laughs> it, with a little bit of notice, like uh, for instance, if I decided that we wanted to stay at a marina uh, down the line uh, and I had some things I wanted to get from Amazon, I could have them shipped to that marina. And then I'd get my Amazon packages. And a lot of voters do that. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, we've done that. Oh, so. very, very cool. It's really, I mean, I tell you, it's like you're living in a motel. You know, you're just, <laughs> you're traveling. You have all these comforts. It's, a, it's not the roughing it that I think a lot of people would think of it, is it? It's not bad. Yeah. I mean, all things considered, it could be a, a heck of a lot worse. Uh, I, I go back to what I think I've said before on, on the show that, uh, I can't imagine people doing this 20 and 30 years ago. And I know they did, but they were using paper charts. Sure. Uh, they had to keep their eye on the water like a hawk. All I have to do is tell my iPad where I want to end up. And it draws a line to it, avoiding the rocks and warning me of all the, uh, the hazards ahead. And, and sure. it, it's just, incredible what modern technology allows us to do these days yeah 20 years ago would have just been nearly impossible and of course you know it's not without its dangers anyway i mean there are like you sound a little you had a little harrowing experience when you were coming up the jersey coast weather uh i understand what you were uh uh, docked somewhere then you had to move because of some issues is that correct a few days ago we we had pulled up we had planned to go to Lock 13 here on the river uh, and spend the night there. Uh, And we got there and they have this blue line that you pull up to to wait for the lock. And so we pulled up to the blue line because we knew the lock uh, was in the process of being changed and it was going to be a while. So we we hitched up and went and used the restroom and whatnot and started chatting with, with the lock keeper and looked at, where we would be staying and mind you it was 90 degrees in the shade yesterday Mm. uh and we were thinking to ourselves there's no electricity here so we can't run uh our air conditioners uh there was no breeze (laughs) (laughs) um and we knew that there was a, a place just down the river that we'd passed where a lot of our boater friends had pulled up and and there was electricity uh so when the lock keeper additionally told us that we'd have to refender the boat because this lock didn't uh, work like all the other locks and we'd have to tie up on the port side instead of the starboard side. We said, you know what? Let's go back where there's electricity. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, we did that and we ended up tied up here and I went in it's a, it's run by the chamber of commerce here. And the woman said to me, we're running a deal right now. Now, if you spend two nights with us, you get a third night free. Ooh. I said, 
sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> a little vacation now. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're not we're not moving until uh, Saturday morning. Oh, excellent. Now, you, you mentioned uh, some of your boater friends. Uh, have you run into other people who are doing the, the same thing that you're doing, the, the Great Loop? Yeah, it's, uh, we, we belong to a, uh, an organization called the ALGCA, uh, AGLCA, I can get it right. Uh, and that stands for the American Great Loop Cruisers Association. And anybody who is crazy enough to do this needs to pay dues to this organization because you need their resources. There's just no two ways about it. Uh, it's a group of people who have done this over and over and over again, have the war wounds, know where all the rocks are, uh, and can basically base bail you out of any situation before you hit it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so as we're going around, we have a burgee, a small flag on the front of the boat, that announces us as AGLC members. Uh, and as we're going around the loop, other loopers will see us and say, oh, we're doing it too. And it, it turns into sort of the social thing mm -hmm. when we're all docked together. Uh, tonight, we, we just did what is an AGLCA tradition of what they call dock tales. Uh, <laughs> we all get together uh, on the edge of the water by a boat and bring something to eat and uh, share a beverage while we discuss what's happening with the loop, how our trips are going, uh, what hazards might be ahead, things to watch out for. It, it's just a tremendously valuable organization to belong to and, and it pulls everybody together and, and, you know, one for all, all for one, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> sure. Now, you've met people that have done this before, that are doing it multiple times? Yes. Once you've done it once, you become what's called a gold looper, and you get a different colored burgee that's gold. Uh -huh. uh, so we, we can uh, spot the, the, the old guard easily that way. Uh, there's a gold looper in the group here uh, on the wall with us tonight, and he's not doing the loop in its entirety, he just came back up because he wanted to do the Trent Severin waterway again, because he found it so gorgeous the first time through. Uh, and so he wanted to do it again this, this summer. And his wife said, heck no, <laughs> I'm not going with you. Uh -huh. uh, so he found one of his good buddies who was willing to go with him just so he could see this beautiful piece of country again. Wow. Uh, and I can't say I blame him. Yeah. It really is all that. You know, I know in your Facebook page for the, uh, the stink pot, you have some videos that you've been doing and I'm just thrilled watching this. And I know you have it sped up so that you're seeing like a full day in about a minute or two. Uh, but it does look like gorgeous country. And it's also interesting because watching the whole procedure of the locks, uh, I, I, from what you said, some of the people are actually still hand cranking these things. You, you would figure modern technology would be a push of a button, but it sounds like they're still doing some of them the old way. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's more for our benefit to see how it was done than uh -huh. it is for any other reason. I, I, I think it's for historical accuracy. And, you know, once you've seen it a couple of times, they start, uh, how do I put this? They're slowly introducing us to modern technology, <laughs> modern lock technology as we go up this river. So I, I have a feeling that it, it, 
it really was for show earlier on. <laughs> right, right. Gotcha. Well, it still sounds so exciting. So have, have you heard any good stories from some of the others? Any tips that you picked up about the, the from your fellow loopers? Uh, yes. Uh, one of the guys uh, at, at the, uh, the gathering tonight mentioned that one or two of the locks into the Chicago area is closed next year. And this year it's working on, a, a, let's say, a condensed schedule so that they can do maintenance. Mm-hmm. And that condensed schedule is 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Hmm. Uh, and commercial traffic, barges and whatnot, uh, get preferential treatment. So we'll be looking to get through that lock probably at 5 o'clock in the morning when wow. we finally get there. Huh. Uh, which is news to me. I was, I had no idea we were going to be up against such a uh, difficult situation sleep wise more than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's uh, still a couple months down the road, I assume, right? By the time you get mm-hmm. to Chicago. Yeah. Going well, great. Yeah. We're going to be, that'll be September or really early October. Uh-huh. Well, listen, I know you're, you've got a lot to do, and this has been a, a, it's always a pleasure talking to you about, about the, uh, the trip. Uh, so what's your next plan? You said you're, you're, you're staying here till Saturday morning, and then you're going to continue on. Any, any plans on where you're going or what you're going to be doing? Yeah, we're heading up to Lock 18, uh, which is a great stopping off point. It's, it's, it's about a full day's cruise from here to there. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's a, it's a great stopping off point because it's right before we hit uh, Rice Lake, which is apparently a beautiful lake, um, but it's of some size. So it's huh. definitely not something we want to attack at the end of the day. We def- right. definitely want to have a day to do it. Uh-huh. So we'll, we'll stop there. It, the, uh, the wall uh, at that lock uh, doesn't have electricity, but it's apparently very pretty and gets rave reviews from other loopers so uh-huh. we're hoping well, for good things there well we are too and we're hoping for some nice pictures and uh, some more great stories from you uh dave i want to thank you for spending some time with us today but before we leave do you, do you have a song for us today i have a song i i've had it all picked out for a couple of days now uh it's been going through my head i i, I well the last the last time you and i spoke uh we played my dad's song somewhere up in Canada. Yeah. Uh, and I've been going along through these rivers and canals and another song that he and I performed together, uh, was Shenandoah. Mm. Uh, and I always, I always loved our version of it and, and I miss performing it with him so much. And I, I thought this would be a, a great time to get that out there and let people hear it again. Well, we're going to listen to that right now. I'm going to let you go. We'll talk to you again in a few more days. And uh, stay hi- say hi to Stacy for us. And we will uh, wish you all the best. And uh, how's the weather been? It's been pretty good lately? It's been awesome. We did have a couple of thunder showers today to cool things off just a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, other than that, it's just been, it might have been too good. It's been hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope things uh, stay very good for you guys. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. And we're going to go out now and listen to Shenandoah. Dave, thanks again for joining us. We'll talk to you in a few days. Happy guys. birthday, Ron. Thank you so much, Dave. And now here's Dave and his late father, Tom Rowe, with Shenandoah.
Ten long years since last I saw. 